Welcome to Swanglinese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights, as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swanglinese. Hello and a very warm welcome to this episode of Swanglinese. This week in the studio, we have the pleasure of the company of Lucas Spirala, who is the GCC Area Manager for a company called Infinite IT Solutions. Welcome, Lucas. How are you? Hey, Barry. I'm doing well. What about you? Good. Thank you. Very good. It's uh, getting getting closer to uh, the weekend, so that's always a good thing from, from my perspective. <laughs> Yeah, especially long weekend ahead of us and everybody in the UAE and other Gulf countries. So Eid Mubarak to everyone celebrating indeed. This, this, this holidays. Indeed, yes, indeed. So that should be quite nice. So uh, as always with, uh, with, our, um, with our podcast, what we like to do is to give a little bit of an insight into who we're talking to. So um, can you tell us a little about who Lucas is? Where did your journey start? Um, a little bit of uh, the, the pathway that you've taken, and then, of course, how we've ended up here in the UAE with Infinite. Sure. So let's talk Swinglanese, shall we, right? Let's, let's talk Swinglanese. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm coming from the southern part of Poland, loving mountains and ice hockey, and now living in a desert, knowing more about cricket than ever before. So <laughs> that's, that's who I am. <laughs> and representing a company called Infinite IT Solutions, which is a system integrator company, helping companies to go paperless, automate their daily processes, especially within supply chain process and also within logistics and other transaction documents. Right. Uh, before coming to the UAE, I also lived as an expat uh, for half of a year in Romania, I was a student exchange back then, and also I lived in western part of Canada, Calgary. It was a governmental program between the Polish government and Canadian government to exchange youth between two countries. Right. So from cold Canada now to warm uh, Dubai, UAE. So that's the yeah. that's the story behind me. Indeed, yeah. And so for, from, from your background perspective, is, is the IT solutions area something that you've always been interested in or it sort of happened just because? So my, my major is international economics. So I was focusing on companies to explore business overseas and to, of course, be successful overseas. Uh, besides that, I did a postgraduate program within business analysts. So it's more related to IT and also understanding the processes at companies, enterprises. Uh, but IT has been, since I was a kid, it was always my, my, my passion. So I merged two passions, being business and IT. And now I'm running this, this company, this office uh, located here in, in Dubai. Right. So that's, yeah, the, cool. that, that's my background. That's the background. Nice. And, and how has, and this is something that we always like to talk about because it's, uh, as you well know, it's different over here when we're doing business. How has the process been of, of setting up uh, a regional office here and getting, getting moving? Because when did you actually physically move over here? Because don't you have a, a dating story with Dubai in terms of how, how yeah, you ended up true, here? True. So uh, I joined this organization back in 2013, so seven years ago. Uh, the company was well established on the European and Polish market. And as a natural way of, of growing, they were looking for markets beyond Europe. So my key KPI was to find a market where we can succeed beyond Europe. 
I was doing research on emerging markets, being North Africa, Turkey, and the Gulf countries. Mm-hmm. And back in 2014, that was our first uh, project in the UAE, in Sharjah, for a holding company based out of Sharjah. And then when we started dating, me and, and, and UAE, so we were dating for four years, and then the, we, we decided, okay, let's, let's take this relationship into the higher level. So back in 2018, we opened this office. Uh, our business was growing year to year. So we reached, we reached to the level, understanding that if we really want to grow further and be uh, active in the whole region, we must have a local office with a local team. And before that, I was traveling quite heavily back and forward. It was very tough physically and mentally. Two weeks here, two weeks there. So yes, then back in 2018, we opened this office. So it's been two years so far. Right. And, and how has that uh, two years been? Did you see a, a, a pickup uh, straight away? Obviously, you've been in the region sort of um, semi-physically on and off for a little while. But once you got here and were physically based here, did you see that make a difference within the business? Well, first of all, we really wanted to be in a position to have a secure, stable income and diversified clientele of, of customers. Therefore, we were waiting for this moment to, to open an office and don't close it the very next day as many other IT companies are doing. It is a very, very common story, unfortunately, when it comes to this IT market and maybe also other industries as well in the, in the Gulf itself. Uh, so yeah, it took us a while. Also, we are not as huge corporation as other IT companies with unlimited marketing budgets. So it took us a while to be to build our awareness, to build awareness among companies over here about our brand, and also the kind of solutions we are we are offering. Still pretty niche in this region. It's something which is yet to pick up. Therefore, it took us an, an, an extra time. Yes. Nevertheless, having a, a physical presence, being based here with local address and also part of a, of a very good uh, prosperous free zone, which is the MCC, definitely helped us a lot to build credibility among customers, especially we are offering uh, services in, in the cloud, which is SaaS. And therefore, post-implementation support is very crucial. So companies know that they have someone to reach out here. We have a local team support, which is also a, our USP when you compare to some other IT companies, which still they deliver supports over from overseas. So yes, definitely such a move help us a lot to, to grow and we see this progress of growing. Great. Well, that's very positive. And uh, it leads me to the next question. Of, and of course, it's, it's inevitable based on what's going on right now. Nobody was planning for COVID. Nobody was planning for what's happened at the beginning of 2020. And now we're halfway through 2020. Um, how, how has that impacted your business? Because I, I, I'm interested because obviously what you're doing with a paperless office and, and streamlining supply chain and so forth, has it been has it been a positive thing to a certain extent in terms of what's happened with businesses? Are they looking into this more now? Or have you seen like many businesses that the, the lockdown and, and everything that's going on has really hit you hard? True, true. Yeah, story of the year, or maybe even of the decade that we are we are still having. Uh, first of all, I I feel bad uh, for everyone who got affected physically, business wise, and also kudos to the local authorities helping companies and families going through these uh, challenging times for everybody. Uh, it is a worldwide pandemic uh, that we are aware. 
so I don't want to use a word that it kind of help us and other mm -hmm. IT because using a pandemic as a, as a thing which kind of catalyzes your business is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, for sure, in any aspect of our lives, things changed. The way how you do your shopping, the way how you hang out with your friends, the way how you spend your spare time, and the way how you do business. So definitely, it has some uh, impact on, on companies looking more into this direction to automate things, to, to go paperless. I got a call in the middle of April from a well-known uh, organization based in the UAE since ages. And they call me saying, Lucas, now we realize how badly we need you by me, right. not me personally, but our services. So there were, there were calls like, like this. However, many companies got affected in terms of cash flow. So also, despite the fact they have this desire to automate, they, they cannot invest. Yes, so that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's also what we need to take into consideration. Nevertheless, we also try to be understandable and to find some, you know, common ground to, to help them in, to collaborate together and start dancing now rather than later, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And like you say, it is, it's a, it's a terrible thing that's happening, but uh, for, for, for my business as well, there has been a light, it's, sh it's shone a light on the digital space and, and uh, perhaps companies that were not looking at um, the whole online uh, space or the working from home scenario uh, that, that, that couldn't work for our business have been forced into that situation and now seeing, oh, okay, it's not as bad as we thought, or actually our people are more effective when they're, when they're at home and working and, and having to deal with this, that, and the other. So it, I think that will change the way that we, we move forward. Like you say, it's, it's never a, it's not a positive thing that what's going on, but there's definitely been uh, for people like yourself, for me as well in the digital space, People are looking at what we do and how we do it now uh, with a, a much uh, much more detail than they were before. And perhaps those companies that were maybe even looking at this for 2021 or further down have now shifted that timeline to now because they've been forced to, to, to do so. So it's, it's also interesting um, that, that that's happening. And I would... I would I would have thought that, especially for a business like yours, where the, the idea of paperless, so no no paper, no touching, no germs passing exactly. between people, that, that that would be something that would be of, of huge interest to, to, to every business. Um, and have you seen that the inquiries have increased, um, even if the budgets are not there to spend at the moment, of, of specifically the paperless suite? Yeah, definitely such a situation uh, changed awareness of local companies, thinking, looking more into this direction to go paperless. We promote the idea of touchless invoices, touchless orders. What it means that a document generated at SAP comes to Oracle, to your business partner, fully touchless. Therefore, the process is automated. It's smooth and seamless between your business partners. So definitely, uh, that's the way forward for, for companies. First of all, so in such a critical situation as we are having right now, first, what you're thinking of is to reduce your running costs. And this is what such a, a solution like ours helps you to, to achieve so. Uh, moreover, one of our other flagship solutions uh, is e-signature solutions. It's a mobile app where you can sign documents anytime, anywhere. It captures your biometrics to ensure security and your personality that you are the person signing this document. So technically, it's more secure than physical signature on a paper that you cannot copy it. So this kind of uh, situation definitely increased the awareness and uh, companies looking this, this direction as I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Companies like Exchange Houses, which is a very 
paper-based process right now they are sending us queries about about this this uh, this solution so yes from this kind of perspective it is it has a, a positive impact definitely and again flexibility and collaboration these are the two main uh, words i would recommend to any business person doing business in the uae not only in the pandemic times but also overall to be flexible and certain way of doing business back in europe back in north america won't work here you need to listen to your customers more and take into consideration things are taking time here if COVID-19 is there or not. So that's also a, a certain lesson I have learned in the in the past six years plus of experience in the UAE. Yeah, I think it's a very valuable lesson and one that's well worth sharing with, with those that are either starting their entrepreneurial journey or are even physically new on the ground here and may have been super sure. successful in what they've been doing in other parts of the world. And I, I know a, a few people personally who have come here as uh, very successful business people from the, the US and from Europe and so forth, thinking that they can apply the same principles and processes here that they did there uh, and have left um, very defeated in terms of not understanding why they weren't able to be successful, but it's usually because they did not uh, exhibit the flexibility to adapt to this particular environment because it's not the same under no circumstances is it the same it's very different but also with that difference and this is something you know with your product suite um, the most frustrating thing i find from a business perspective is this whole idea of invoicing um, and and paper-based invoices and having to physically take paper somewhere and physically take a paper receipt book and physically take a company stamp everywhere so that you can yeah. actually pick up a check, which again is archaic in terms of the form of payment. Um, and this always surprises me in, in this part of the world, because on one hand, it's absolutely blasting forwards with the technology and, and how to do things and, and adapting digital transformation. And then on the other hand, you're still having to collect checks for payments for things physically. Um, and and that, that always makes me, uh, well, frustrates me, but also makes me smile, smile in terms of the gap between what, what, something's happening at the front and what's happening at the back and i would imagine and i you know having been in that industry for um, over 20 years ago when i worked for microsoft in terms of the idea of streamlining processes um it, it's interesting to hear that still you know 20 years down the line we're, we're having these conversations still happens with, um, big time yeah, <laughs> yeah though, though we're not moving as fast as we perhaps thought we would um but it's it, it's happening so one, one thing that i would like to get your opinion on is, is obviously the idea of digital transformation what are some of the things that you're seeing or hope to see in the next couple of months years that will help businesses actually move uh, into that digital uh, format that paperless suite that automation faster what are some of the trends that you think we'll we'll, we'll see yeah the the buzzword digital transformation this these days uh, our company was established back in 2002 so it's having 18 years of experience under its belt so we were doing digital transformation before it was that famous as it is right yeah. right now uh, when it comes to local market and physical process of invoicing receiving payment as you rightly described look from this again COVID-19 perspective everyone is talking about cash flow yes that cash mm -hmm. flows got affected etc etc and having such a paper manual process is getting your order to cash or procure to pay process even longer mm -hmm. so eventually leads to your worst cash flow so that's why automation helps you to to work smarter work cheaper 
and eventually have a, a positive impact on your on your cash flow, which is a very crucial in a difficult times like uh, uh, like it is. When it comes to trends, uh, definitely you know all the solutions for uh, collaboration online. I don't want to use any names of the famous platforms that everyone is aware of. So it's been there big time. You can see reports how certain tools got increased, racket increase in the past two months. So it, I think this trend will will be there. Even from the UAE Gulf perspective, is I, I used to fly in the morning, returning to the uh, in the evening from neighboring countries. It's taking time. You are tired now. Last last week, I had a call with Lebanon and with Kuwait, and and business is, is performing this way. Even traveling between between the UAE, I used to drive to Abu Dhabi once a week or more often. Yeah, it takes three time, three hours of your of your daytime that you can spend on some other activities to to perform. Even within Dubai, you can drive forty minutes for one one meeting then back to back meeting. So, yeah. yes, all these platforms to, for online meetings, business meetings, uh, would be there. Uh, I also believe there is a huge potential in the Gulf in telemedicine. That's something also started picking up, especially right. in situations like this. People maybe don't feel comfortable going to hospital or any clinic, or yeah. uh, ladies which are who are pregnant, they can they can have visits, uh, you know, remotely from the uh, seat at, at from the sofa. So that's definitely something that will be also picking up over here. Yeah, and of course automation big time. Either it's through integration between systems, or it's RPA, or any other methods of integration or of automating your processes. That's something which is also would be picking up definitely. Mm. Ah, in very interesting. Yeah, I agree on, on all of those parts. It's uh, it's an interesting time, and I think that it is it's making things happen faster because we're now experiencing it. It's not just theoretical. We're actually going through it and being forced into it in some cases. So people, I found in this part of the world especially, it's it's hard to uh, show somebody or explain something to somebody. Um, even if you've got everything in place, it's only when they physically experience it that they that's oh, okay. It, yes. That's what it means now. Uh, hence your calls. You know, oh, we realize how much we need you now because <laughs> now we we're suffering. Yeah, that, 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 that's kind of challenge we've been facing since early days here. I remember back in 2014, even cloud computing was a new thing. It was a new thing in in the UAE. So it took us time. To, it took markets time to to adopt it to understand. And our services, like in 80%, are happening in the background that you don't mm. see it. You cannot touch it. Therefore, you know, having local references, having local successful stories, it helps us to, to grow because as you rightly said, mentality over here running business, let me touch it, let me, let me taste it. But there are certain IT things which you cannot do it, yes, until you, I don't know, sign contract implementation happens, then you can see the, the results, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's like you say, it's a, it's a difficult scenario to be in because you're in a chicken and egg situation, going round and round in circles. Yes. And say, I want to see it, but well, you can't see it. Well, I want to see it. And so, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that from from that perspective. Um, something else that I've uh, talked to a couple of uh, you know business owners about during this period is that it's changed the way that we work from a business perspective. But as the the leader of the business, you still got to keep yourself sharp and and. Uh, and, and keep yourself occupied, especially in the first couple of months where things really potentially slow down quite a bit. How is you as Lucas, how have you been um, keeping yourself uh, up to date, uh, your, your personal development, learning and so forth? What have you been doing during this time to, 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 to keep yourself sharp? 
True, that's a good question, especially when you are a leader of a team. It's, it's it's very crucial because the others expect you to be to be a leader and to be an example, a, a role model for your for your employees, for your staff. So definitely, you know, it was uh, it's been a, a tough period, especially having in mind my parents are away. They're also elderly, so I've been worried about them. But luckily, thanks God, everything has been good. So, so that's great. And also, you know, all friends around the world in, in different situations. I have a very close cousin in Rome. And when the, the whole thing hit Italy big time, I was really worried about, about him. Mm. So it, it had this kind of impact. Uh, however, also what is very crucial in the UAE and in the Gulf, you are working with people from all around the world. And everyone has kind of different mentality, different way of thinking and different way of uh, coping with such a situation as we are facing first time in our in our lives. Mm. So therefore also you need to be more understandable and saying, okay, maybe someone doesn't feel comfortable doing this, let him not do it, yes. Don't 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 force people. Yes, uh, I think back in middle of March we closed our office for a couple of months, two months and a half. So we are performing from from home. But uh, I was trying to keep myself busy despite the fact working from home. It wasn't like you know I'm laying in the bed till ten o'clock. <laughs> I was trying to get up early the same time every day, uh, either work out in the in, in our apartment, when they allowed us to, to start going out step by step, then I started running since the weather still was, you know, enjoyable for that. So I tried to keep up my routine and spend also more time with family that, you know, working from, from, from office, commuting, then you have less time with family. So that was a, a good thing behind it, working, working from home. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think that that's something I've experienced is the, the 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 lack of traveling to and from the office, the lack of traveling to and from meetings has actually freed up a lot of time uh, to to be more effective so that you can get actually more done during your working day, which then allows you to yeah, have that more, more exactly. time with your family outside of that. Um, now, from a personal But what about listening podcasting, listening podcasts, yeah, when you listen it at your car, well, then it's more difficult, yeah? <laughs> yeah, true. But then I what I found is that now with the, much like yourself, when you, we could get back out uh, and, and walking or, or running or getting outside is that with a busy day, I actually have like an hour in the evening whereby if I'm either running or walking or exercising, that's when I plug in and that's when I'm consuming sure. my, my podcast and doing my personal development, which was my next question in terms of um, resources. We always like to ask our guests about resources that they would recommend uh, to others just from a, a learning perspective, stuff that they've um, podcasts, books, mentors, anything really in terms of resources that you would say, you know what, if you're thinking about this or you're in this at the moment, this is something that I've found really useful. Have you got any any of those? So myself, I've been an active podcast listener for the past 10 years. So first time behind the mic. So yeah. that's my debut. Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, podcast has been there for, for a while. Uh, before moving to the UAE, Swing Lanes was my go-to podcast to get more information, how to run business here, what are the challenges. So I would definitely recommend this kind of podcast. Nevertheless, there are also many other local podcasts that uh, people can find useful from business perspective. Uh, being Dubai Works, uh, there are also certain uh, podcasts under uh, Dubai Eye Umbrella. There mm -hmm. is a starting app for startups. That's something also I would I would recommend. 
And besides that, I am, as, I, as I mentioned before, I'm a huge fan of technology. So I have different podcasts related purely to, to technology. Also from the Polish podcast scene, Polish IT scene is, is, is pretty big and, and growing mm -hmm. rapidly. So I'm trying to get some trends uh, from, from this kind of podcast. And sports uh, is also a big passion of mine. So I have some sports podcasts. Besides podcasts, I would recommend a book called My Years with GM, General Motors. So that's a very, uh, it's a great business book for any entrepreneur or any business leader. Different areas of running business, being finance aspects, being uh, human resources, being business development, ending up with cash flow and managing the whole huge organization. So that's something I would recommend. Right. And have a leader that you can that you can follow, having you know similar mentality, similar way of thinking. Uh, from my perspective, such a leader is a Mark Cuban. Uh, mm -hmm. This person is the owner of Dallas Mavericks and very successful entrepreneur, uh, the IT scene and and the digital digital businesses. I would say. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. these three three areas. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Mark Cuban is a, an interesting guy. I follow him um, as well, just to see what he's uh, he's up to. He's uh, definitely in the IT space and looking at moving it forward, which I always find very interesting. You know what the next next thing is that he's looking at. You kind of keep your eye on and think, oh, that could be interesting when it when it comes up. So yeah, he's a very interesting uh, interesting character. Um, another one that I, I I always throw into the mix there is Gary Vaynerchuk. He he polarizes people. Some people like him. Some people don't like him at all. Um, but at yeah. the same time, you know, he talks and he talks from the heart and he says well if, if you like it you like it if you don't you don't the world keeps turning yeah. get on with it <laughs> verify yourself yeah verify yourself pretty much like it or not. yeah and that's it go and have a listen because i think it's always as, as you said and uh, no we didn't pay lucas to say that about swanglinese everybody <laughs> he did genuinely <laughs> listen to it beforehand um, but the whole i'm point not of... known to be paid for you know being part of a podcast <laughs> no yeah, for the, but that's why we started you know we started doing this to to, to actually help to, to share that kind of information because i think it's so important for people that are looking to start businesses on the ground here and um, to, to give them some content because like you you've done it there's there's lots of people that have gone through this process um, have learned things from it and then can help others avoid some of the mistakes because we've all done it we all make mistakes when we're going through this and sometimes they can be costly financially sometimes they're costly emotionally uh, sometimes they're a mixture of both and if we can help somebody not have to go through that then why wouldn't we you know what that, doing sharing yeah, this knowledge and sharing this experience with the others to be successful over here yeah yeah exactly and and we try to keep it short and sweet so that people can uh, consume it uh, as you mentioned what used to be the commute and, and now people are going back to the office so they can plug in again for the for the 20 minutes 30 minutes uh, commute on the metro or wherever they're they're headed um so it just remains for me to say thank you very much for your time lucas really appreciate you taking the time to come on and speak with us um, and for all of you that are listening out there, if there's anyone that you would like us to talk to, then please do drop us a line at wishlist at swenglinese.rocks. We look forward to speaking to you soon. Thanks for tuning in on this one and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swenglinese with your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.